Hey everybody, it's Randy Bridges with The Budding Entrepreneur coming at you here on day 48 of our 30-day plan. We are still going through the process. I wanted to kind of share some things with you of where we are today. I do apologize tremendously for the last two days. There was a family emergency and I was not able to do my podcasting. My focus was completely off and, and I thought that it was more important to spend time dealing with this family emergency than to do my podcasting. So I apologize for that. We'll get back into the scheme of things here and whip on forward. There were some things that did happen over the last couple of days that impacted the Keystone client. And these were interesting things that have made me think about the process to which I onboard people into this type of a program. Number one, this client is in California. California is still in a lot of areas locked down. The client is in the Bay Area. She does a lot of good things. Because of COVID being the way that it is, the city and the county where she lives are both closed due to COVID. So they really don't have all of the wonderful things we have here in flyover country. Indiana, I started my business entirely online without any problems. I set up my account, paid my $95 and created my LLC. And I went through, did my DBAs and, and I'll explain DBA for those who don't quite know what it is and what it's for. I'll do that in a minute, but I wanted to kind of mention that we have the ability to do everything online. They're still doing things the old-fashioned way. If you want a city tax license, you've got to go to the city. Well, the city shut down. If you want to go do certain things for the county, well, the county is shut down. And so while you can do a lot of the pieces of the puzzle, it's really expensive to get started. I know that when I was doing my corporation in California, we had to do an emergency startup of a second corporation for a variety of reasons. But my partner and I drove the three plus hours, almost four hours to Sacramento to go in and we had to file our articles in corporation and we needed to do an expedited. It was over $800 to do the expedited. And we didn't just have to do it once. We had to do it twice because there was a typo that had been on their website. We put in our articles of incorporation. By the time that they actually reviewed the articles of incorporation, the typo had been caught and changed. And of course, we got our articles back going, nope, sorry, these are not right. So we had to go do it again. There was another 800 and something dollars and another day of driving just to, just to deal with this. It's much more difficult in some states to start a company. So this has made me stop and think through my checklist, what do I absolutely have to have a client have before they can actually onboard in this program. Now, a lot of people, of course, are going to need some help with some of this stuff. We understand that. I, I understand it in, you know, intimately because it is a real pain to do this. But some things take longer to occur. And 
you know, there are certain pieces of the puzzle that you might be able to do just by doing a sole proprietorship. You know, that might be an easy way to get the business started and then upgrade it to an actual LLC or a sole, sole proprietor as a separate company using a DBA. Or you might have an S-Corp that you create. In any case, the form of the company doesn't really matter that much. There are some tax benefits to like an LLC over an S-Corp. There are some tax benefits of an S-Corp over a C-Corp. Not the least of which is what we call the double taxation where when you are making money from your company as a C-Corp, the corporation gets taxed. And then when you get paid, you get taxed. So it's a double tax, in other, in other words. In my taxes with a single-member LLC, life is very simple. My personal taxes and my corporate taxes, sorry, company taxes, get smashed together. So I can take all my deductions against my 1040 form, which brings me to the topic of a DBA. Doing business as. When companies originally started, a lot of times it was, you know, Johnson's store or the Mulligan Bank or whatever, right? There was a name of a person attached to an entity and the corporation had an actual mission statement that was what they were going to do. And so it was good in that you could have a company, but if you wanted to add another store, Johnson's store in someplace else, you were kind of stuck if you were trying to match that together. What they allowed you to do is to have more than one company by using a John Smith doing business as Mulligan Bank. Now, John Smith could have more than one company. He or, you know, in this case, he, you know, or Jane Smith, neither one would be required to just only have one company. So the doing business as became a very valuable type of thing. In my case, I have one company, L5 Cloud LLC, and there's no space between the L5 and Cloud. It was a, a something that happened with the computerization. They took out that space, and then it's just L5 Cloud LLC. Well, the company name that I deal with is L5 Space Cloud. Same thing for L5 Consulting. Same thing for Randy Bridges Consulting. There are spaces in those names. I created a DBA here in Indiana. It only costs 20 bucks to file a doing business as. But you have to have your actual corporate address already established. Everything has to be really clear. Your company has to be a company of some sorts, right? Then you can have a DBA that you file online. California, they can't do that. They have all these crazy rules and things like this. And we won't go into that, but I can tell you right now that it does slow the process down when you run into that. Here in Indiana, it's awesome. Everything's done online. All your filings, everything else. You can pay everything online. It's really a great way of going about it. And in my case... Because L5 Cloud LLC was all one word, I do a 
DBA for L5 Space Cloud. I did a DBA for L5 Space Consulting and a DBA for Randy Bridges Consulting. This, if you take these DBAs to your bank, and here's where the really great part of it is, you bring the DBAs to your bank and you add them onto your business account that you're using for your initial company. Now you can get checks written to you at that company name because it's doing business as it's registered with the state. And so you can have a check written to L5 Space Consulting and it'll go right into the account with L5 Cloud. No big deal. I'm not worried about where I get my money from now. As long as they write the name of the company on the check and write it out for the proper amount, I'm okay. My bank recognizes that and the money goes into my account. I can deposit it without having to worry about it. That means I get one set of books. And since I'm running a single member LLC, I have those expenses for the business and the income and everything else, plus my personal account, all smashed together on one 1040 form. So I get to take off my deductions at many different levels. As opposed to like when I had a C corporation with a double taxing, the company had to have a set of books. I had to keep my own books. The business had its books. The business got taxed on its income. I got taxed on my income. And it was kind of a nasty mess, to be quite frank with you. So these are the types of things that when you're starting a company, having a, a person that can help you negotiate that might be far better than trying to go it alone. Doesn't mean you can't do it alone, but it does mean that some of these little things that you you know I'm mentioning here come come to benefit for you because you can say, hey, that's that's what he was talking about. Don't just go out and create DBAs because you can. Realize that each of these are entities. Even though you only have one set of books, Checks still have to come in by, via the right name. And any bank drafts or anything like that that are going to go into your bank are going to have to go to the right account. It won't necessarily be that you can just, oh, I'll send it into L5 Consulting. Well, the bank may not recognize it that way. So do your homework, right? I'm not, I'm not a finance person. I'm not a tax person. I don't even play one on television. The idea here being that we want to make sure that people have the proper pieces of their business before we begin onboarding them because this can delay so many things by months. One of the licensing problems for my Keystone client, she's looking at a six to eight week wait on getting some license converted over and it has to wait until certain other things happen. Imagine going without your license to do your business for two months. You can't make any money. So that's not a good thing. On a separate thing, and this was something that was really nice. I was, I was going through the, the Two Comma Club last week, the Two Comma Club Live. Fabulous, fabulous. It, it wasn't really all that expensive, and it was so much learning, so much doing, and so much really kind of putting your hat on as we're going to grow. And it's as simple as that. And we're going to get you to 
six figures, seven figures, right? So one of the things that came in while I was sitting in between sessions and they did a lot of breakout rooms, you'd get kicked over into Zoom into a different room with six to 10 people. And while I was sitting there, in came a, uh, up, up came uh, FedEx. They dropped me off a box and in the box was my box set of the dot-com secrets, the expert secrets, and the traffic secrets. And it's a box set. I had paid, you know, a good amount of money for the box set. Even though you could get each individual book, $9.95 shipping, I chose to go ahead and get the full box set. And there's a book that comes with it. It's called Unlock the Secrets. This is a 600-page workbook that while you're learning from the individual books, you know, the experts, the traffic, and the dot-com, and you can read the books, understand the concepts that they're trying to provide, and then unlock the secrets, actually gives you a workbook for writing down your notes. You know, if I were to suddenly use, insert the results you've achieved that others are coming to learn from you, and I only had my framework left, and I was starting over with no advantages, what would I do from day one to day 30 to get, insert the big results back? It's not a complicated book. It's actually a very simple process that you can go through, and you can actually put your answers in to all the major questions that matter here. So, if you're thinking of getting the individual books, go ahead and get the individual books. It's fine. But if you really want to put the books to work and actually provide yourself a game plan for how you would go through this, that alone is well worth it. Go get it. Okay? That's if you want to make a, a good move of this. This is all important to kind of keep these in mind here. I don't want to go too much further it's been a couple of hard days, but I am still working with my Keystone client. I do have emails going out to prospects and what have you. And something that I realized the other day is I was sending out small numbers of emails to prospects, 10, 15, just kind of playing around to see if anybody was even reading it because you want to have a hook to grab them, you, just enough to be able to give your story. And then you can start looking at your offer. That's the, that's the standard hook story offer process. I was realizing that there weren't enough people. So I'm going to start, I have about 500 people on my list. And I'm going to start working in blocks of 100. 10 to 15 wasn't enough to give me any answers. Because if I only had 10 and I got less than 1% of them or even 1%, it's not measurable. You're not going to see it. It's not going to happen. But if you have 100 and you get, say, 2% on one and another one is 1% and another one you don't get any, start honing in on that one that was 2%. Go with a larger size. And you can, I don't really recommend renting lists, but, you know, if you have no other way to go about it and you're really not getting where you need to be, Maybe you do need to rent a list, at least temporarily. There's a ton of companies out there that are doing co-listing where they have their own list and they dig into that list and see if they can sell it you know, for you. 
it's an option. And I want to put it out there. You probably, if you've already got your business in gear at all, you're probably getting dozens of these a day. I mean, literally dozens. It doesn't, it doesn't take much to get one. Some of them are good. Uh, some of them are not. And you've got to really do your homework and look at what it is that is working. I have one client that he got involved with a company down in Southern California that focuses on attorneys, just attorneys. And that's all they do. And so he's seeing some success with that. Last I talked with him, it was, it was making him a little bit of money. The people that were coming to him were better qualified, but that still didn't mean that they were really good customers, clients that he could work with. They were just, they had the money, they had the reasoning, and they were fine. I haven't heard anything from him in a while about that, and I was going to send an email to him asking how it was going. He's working with a marketing group, and it's... Again, he's still evaluating whether it's actually worthwhile. I think he's paying about $800 a month, which is okay. I mean, you know, if you've got a really good plan for how you go about things, $800 is not bad. Of course, you know, we all know they're taking that money, pooling it, creating a great set of ads that go out. And then when somebody response to the ad they go through they filter it through and then they send it to the attorney or whomever is in that area that's nearest to them and they segment the area up so that they don't have everybody all centered together they've created the pool of money for ads and when they meet their their requirements that they've agreed to on ads and getting things out then they very well may stop advertising i'm not saying all of them do but if they stop advertising, they get to keep that money. It's kind of a little bit of a hidden secret that everybody ignores. So be aware of that. So that's enough for right now. Uh, again, I apologize for the last couple of days. And I'm, I'm going full tilt now. We're going to see what we can come up with. My Keystone client's going to have to kind of do her thing for a little bit. And I'm going to have to wait for her. But we've, we've been talking about this as if it's, you know, not a surprise. And we're going to move forward. To all of you, good luck in your business, your health, your wealth, your family. Take care because many things that are coming down the pike are going to really impact a lot of businesses. No matter what your view on things are, there's going to be an impact. We just received word today that Texas is opening up 100%, no required masks. And I got a feeling that here, Indiana is going to do something the same pretty soon. I know that uh, one of the other states around here has already opened up. All of this is going to impact people because there's going to be a big influx of business come in. And expenses are going to go back up again. Businesses are going to have to figure out how to actually open their doors again. And that will do a lot of things. So it'll be real interesting to see how this impacts everything going forward. I do wish you the best. And if you do have any need for anything, feel free to reach out. The Budding Entrepreneur, you can send a message in to, the, to that or just send it over to rb at l5consulting.com. That's the letter L, the number five, consulting. 
and, uh, you know, RB, my initials, Randy Bridges. So in the meantime, take care. Have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Later.